This is, uh, All right, should we, I thought maybe that'd hey, be a fun... Ah, mm-hmm. Hey, hit me. Hey, we can... Hit me where it hurts and where it feels good. Boom! How'd ah, that one feel, Adam? Ooh, gosh, ooh, that's swelling a, already. Adam has a real sensitive lower abdomen um, on the left side. No lower right. than your abdomen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, welcome to another episode of the Adam Asks Chuck podcast. I am... Adam... That's Adam over there, and this is Chuck over here. I got eager. Uh, lost a little track of where we're going. Uh, it's a Wednesday. We're here at the Comedy Club on State. Uh, there are people pounding at the door. They do not. In fact, they they started off just asking us not to, you know, endorse them or act like they're endorsing us, rather. Uh, but now they're physically trying to get us out of this room, and I don't think I want to go. But I'll be honest, like, we got here, and Joe, I was like, Joe always likes to pretend he's in a bad mood, but I, it really had this feeling of like, are you going to fucking ask to use the recording space again? And uh, he, I didn't even bring it up to him. I oh just boy. went to Greg because Greg is a nice person and Joe. Wait, he said that? Or... No, no, he didn't oh, say okay. anything. He just got that vibe. He's just like, rrr, rrr. He just went, it's closed. And I was like, huh? He's like, it's closed. I was like, I was going to ask Greg because he's nicer than you. And he's like, Greg's closed. And then I said, uh, oh man, he, he looked good the last time I saw him. That's too bad. Maybe he said he's clothed, which is a disappointment <laughs> also, to everybody. That's even, yeah, even bigger bummer, because if you've seen Greg, he's got uh, something ample happening. Probably. Okay. I don't know. That's it's, a fun, yeah, that's the polite way to refer to their ampleness. Penis. All right. Uh, Adam, did you have a question for me today? Because that's kind of, that's our, that's our whole thing. I, I do have a question for you today, Charlie. I would like to know, uh, to be movie or not to be movie? Uh, Shakespeare. Shakespeare. I thought we were going not with Seinfeld. Bees. Oh, okay. Uh, what, uh, so, little backstory. Um, Shakespeare is a guy that I know a little bit about. Debatable. But not a lot. He did... I almost said Shakespeare. Shakespeare wrote Shakespeare. Shakespeare wrote Romeo and Juliet. Wait, he wrote Shakespeare? Yep. Oh, okay, he wrote, and he wrote Hamlet. And that's all I know. A Midsummer Night's Dream. That's mm, one of his. Sounds like a line in one of them. That's the title of one? Yes. And I think that's one where on Jeopardy, I feel like you'll see people get it wrong a lot where they'll be like, a midsummer's night dream, and then they'll be like, incorrect, and they'll be like, summer's night dream, a mid a midsummer night dream, and they're like, that's incorrect, and then the guy's like, a midsummer night's dream. Yeah, that sounds annoying. Like those, who wants to be a millionaire? Where it's just words switched around. It's like, well, do they do it? And who wants to be a millionaire? I don't know. Oh, you mean when they have like the four options, and they'll be like, yeah, I don't like when all four options are the same thing, just slightly different. I, yeah. I, the only reason I got through school at all was because of some mild ability to use deductive reasoning on multiple, multiple choice, choice questions. I thought multiple choice was... I remember always being like, this is kind of a joke that they test our knowledge this way. Because you could read that and just be like, well, based on the way this question is written, like, this one it's just clearly wrong. And then these two... like You could always narrow it down to two answers. Yeah, I don't know... 
do they do that? They're like, let's have little little keys in here that this is wrong, or is this just you can figure? They, it are out. they bad at making up fake answers? Every time I, I think part of it. Every time I would take the test, especially when you take the ACT, it's a little tougher because like they like professionally write that test. But when you're like, oh, you know, Mister David wrote this test here, and then you're just like, you just kind of picture him writing the question. And then you go, all right, well, I know what he's doing here. He's trying to he's trying to get us to come this way, but that's wrong. He's trying to bring us over here. And I would always just reason through it like from the that's how. Oh, really? You got yeah. in the head of the test creator? I would always be picturing the person who wrote the question. Wow. And then be basing it on that where I was like, I can, like, how would they have written this? Did they come up with... The right one, the ba ba ba. Yeah. So that's wow. I never went that approach. You must have done well. Hold up on one hand your ACT score for me. Boy, that is low. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I didn't let you finish. <laughs> I tried I, to set you up there. That's a good trick where you, you think of me a flash note, and then mm-hmm. it's got to be five or less. Yeah. Um. Here's what I did, not intentionally. Took it in Fargo, North Dakota. A little, little easier. I retook it. I don't get it. I didn't go to Fargo to retake the ACT, um, but I happened. I wanted to do a, a, a hockey thing that was in Fargo, but I also wanted to retake my test. I'm like, let's find a way to do both. You, you realize? Wait, you realize it's a literally standardized test. They're not giving North Dakota easier. No, I think they are. I think no. they do that by regions. No, they're not. Really? I've heard. I don't know. I've heard it's a standardized test. Yeah, but they don't. They don't later standards. Well, I don't know. I different, don't know. but the states they ha- you rank states by the ACT, and they go this state they get twenty four. Is this state get seventeen? Yeah, but I think they're probably like well, Alabama got. There's a one. probably some question in there that no one from North Dakota would know because you know because go- uh, you know the government or something. I don't know. Do you remember that? Where I remember people being like. I saw this thing where it was like, oh, like the ACT, that's, you know, they say that's standardized, but really, like, that's standard if you're like a white person. Well, that's the thing. And yeah. then they would be like, here's an example. They'd be like, hey, white people, this was like a progressive argument. Hey, white people, can you answer these questions? And it'd be like, your great aunt Marjorie goes down with the junk fella. And it, it was like, I remember hmm? it was using all these black terms. And I was like, well, this is very offensive. It sounds both offensive and also not like a perfectly articulated point. Like, I'm not the well, logic there is, a, I mean, right. They were going, yeah, white people, can you understand? Like, you know, you'd have to put yourself in this is the equivalency. But then their example was like, Oh, uh, you hear someone coming down the road in a what do you call those? Uh, jalopy. Jalopy. That's the word I'm looking for. And it was it was all these terms where I was yeah, like, I don't know. I was like, well, this feels Who like a gave white. Me this? Who said this? By name. I, re- I read like an article. Oh boy. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I I get what they're saying poorly, but I get what they're saying. Have I told um, you this? There was a. Uh, uh, sorry to cut you off there, but I'm just gonna keep doing. Um, there was uh, a. We had like one of those Wisconsin standardized tests and they were like, write a persuasive article for or against why you shouldn't judge people based on what they wear or why you should or shouldn't judge people based on what they wear. And I remember being like, mm, I know that what they want, they you want to? me to, but I'm like, and I, I went with what they wanted, but I was like, I feel like I have more points as to why we should judge people based on what they wear because they are choosing to wear it. And this that was is a written thing. This was like I think the written they just portion. want to know how strong you can make an argument. 
Yeah, you think they're going to give you a worse grade because you're an asshole? I mean, I think I think I was I at an age where they're still. like just like being like being a good person was part of the test or something. I don't oh. know. <laughs> okay, I remember the writing portion of the ACT. First time I took it, I I didn't do well, and because I was like nobody nobody explained it, and then I just read a thing where it was like, oh, break it up into five paragraphs. And I was like, oh, nobody. Said. So I just wrote mm-hmm. same quality of response, but I just structured it the way that they like, which they don't tell you. Right, and then it's just like, oh, you got fifty percent better, which is mm. so. All you, you just gotta know what they're looking for. It's yeah. ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Um, there was no no Shakespeare on there. Mm. Um, thank God, I got out with an okayish score. Yet everyone I surround myself with seems to have done better than me. Um, Can I? Uh, so I, I guess that means I'm your ACT score over here. I guess that means I'm. You know, that's probably a good thing. I don't want to be hanging out with. Surrounding myself with people that did worse. That's a good point. Um, so, oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. Nah, that's a good... Uh, that's probably like 80th percentile or something. Oh, cool. I don't know. B, I don't really go off the percentiles. B minus. To B minus or not to B minus? I'll be minus every time. Because usually the work it takes to start bumping up from there, more and more. Oh, tell me about it. College, the, you'd have to put in so much work to get an A, and you could get an A, B for half that work. So I was just like... All right, I'm a three five guy. Like I'm yeah. not. No, that's me all the way. And also, uh, when was the last? Nobody's checking your fucking college GPA. Like, if you want to go into grad school and get like a really high end job, they'll check. For the most part, nobody gives a shit what your GPA is. I was very worried about my gr- my grade point, and uh, maybe this is a good podcast to put it out there publicly. My first semester uh, dean's list, I was very hey. worried. So uh, you know, I put in some effort, and then I'm like, oh, okay, I I do I can handle college. Okay, I won't mm-hmm. flunk out and die. Um, but then as time goes on, it's like, ah, I can put in a little less work and still do okay. And I still don't know what I want to do. And every semester, I think for maybe five semesters got slightly lower. You did you seriously just declined every semester? I, every single one. Uh, and then, it, and then it bounced back up and hung out around a, somewhere in the B range. My last semester of college, I took that Caligula class, which I referenced before. You took and the, the whole class on? Whole class on Caligula. And the final paper was like 40% of our grade. And I remember I was like, this is the last thing I have to do in college. I'm getting a B in the class. I'm like, he would have to fail this paper for me to fail the class. So I just wrote, I think I ended up getting like, a, like I dropped heavily in the class, but I just like, I sent in some piece of garbage. That was the one where I referenced, I was like, I think this guy is a modern day Charlie Kaufman. And then I was like, oh, I was supposed to say Andy Kaufman. Uh, <laughs> in the pa- That's why he got a bad grade in the paper. Is he's uh, like, there's no such thing as also, Charlie Kaufman. Did don't you th- type Charlie Kaufman in I, the paper? I think I submitted it as Charlie Kaufman. Oh, boy. And then I was like, he wasn't going to like it when I made the analogy to Andy Kaufman. Mm-hmm. And then when I made the analogy to a director, it made even less. It's. I really want to hear this, how he's like Andy Kaufman. I think I've talked about this on a prior episode. Yeah, but we but, deli- but we lost like oh, did we eighty percent? Okay, of them. yeah, that because uh, so this Caligula fella, he uh, what he he was doing some stuff where like he appointed his horse as a senator. Um, that How was many like senators were there. I don't like, know eleven three or something. senators, and he was one like, was a horse. horse is like a high ranking official in my administration, and then so all the historians were like, clearly this guy was insane, and I was like. You know what? I think some of this shit he was doing was just to be like a fucking weirdo. And he's like, yeah, I'm in fucking charge. My horse is like, I think he was just being a, being now, a funny little dick. Oh, yeah. Boy, now make that argument now. I think people would be like, oh, maybe. I don't know. I feel like we got, we, we had a little 
people thought we had a little funny dick running for a while there. Yeah, I hear you. Um, the old political cog. <clears throat> what is a cog? A cog? Are you familiar with machines? Cogs like no, a gear. No. It's just a... <laughs> Never heard of them. <laughs> Try something else. I, I don't know if a cog is any different than a I gear. I thought it was a gear. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so to tie this back around... So in my freshman year of uh, of high school, we had to give... Uh, everybody got assigned an enlightenment um, person. Someone who was uh, supposed to, you know, they did big things in the enlightenment era, which mm-hmm. I think was like 1500 to... Night or to I think you date it, was, those, it was a long time. I have a weird I think you date those periods by the I took a class and it's like, oh, you can tell this era because of the paintings. I'm like, we're just judging eras <laughs> based on yeah, be like the, the brush strokes went side to side on these yeah. versus up and down. I'm like, this is a weird way to judge time. And everybody was painting clocks in the twenties, so they called it the raging clocks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a, it was a weird system. Great football team. Uh <laughs> raging Cajun clocks. So we got uh so I was assigned, or I picked, I don't remember, Shakespeare. He was my enlightenment guy. And uh, so I gave like a speech as to why I was the most influential guy. And we had definitely like, I mean, maybe. I, I Well, long story short, I won. Because we had, well, it came yeah. down to, it was like, all right, it's me versus, I don't know, Rene Descartes or something. And he's never like. Never heard, never heard of him. No? He was like. Uh, Shakespeare's. I was going to say never heard of her, but I'm like, hmm, <laughs> history. <laughs> this is definitely a man. Yeah, I think everybody was pretty much a uh, man. We had, who'd we have in there? We had Hobbes. When were women we had, invented? We had Payne. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't think we worked on that until the industrial era, but. Uh, the cotton gin. Yeah, so people were like, I came up with all these big ideas. And my whole thing was, I'm like, Shakespeare invented 1,000 words. He invented the word road. That was. Did he really? Yeah. He, he just, invented which is words? a very strange. Oh, he invented. I didn't like know a... he invented words. Which this is a really weird thing. Yeah, he, he invented like a thousand. Do you words. just write a book with random words and people are like, what does that word mean? You'd be like, well, since you have to ask. That's what I don't get. That makes him both like brilliant that he had all these words he came up with, but also people got to be watching these plays. Like, what the fuck is going on? This guy is making up like seven words a play, and then we just have to figure out based on context clues what these words are. That's insanity. Do you know do you know any of them other than road? How is there nothing for road? I think he, he came up with all the uns. Um, uh he came up with Underwear. Are, probably. Uh and the other one? I think every swear word was him. Ah. Nah. I like that. How about these these remakes? I never saw the remake of Romeo and Juliet where there's like guns and like Leonardo DiCaprio, wasn't he in it? Oh yeah, I never saw that one, but yeah, I think that's... I watched it in class, and I'm still going to say I never saw it because <laughs> I don't remember paying any attention. That was a... Falling uh, asleep, maybe? I think it's exact dialogue of Romeo and Juliet, mm. but they're like gangs of LA or something. Yeah, that's very... Uh, that's odd. Yeah, those I are... guess it would fuck it up to change the language because that's a big part of it, but it's... Just... Did you read a lot of Shakespeare in high school? No. I, we read uh, we read Romeo and Juliet, I think was all. I think we read a few. Um, But there were... There... I think I read King Hen- Henry the Sixth or something. That shit was hard to like. I know it's kind of cliche, like oh Shakespeare's confusing. When you watch a Shakespeare play, you know what's going on. Like mm-hmm. it all makes sense because they're inflecting and like you get it. But when you're reading those sentences, it's like what is this? This is gobbledygook. It's, it's like uh, Clockwork Orange. That's that's I've never seen it. Oh, I I uh, I read half of it and saw half of it. Same half, just the first. Um, 
But the book, yeah, they use all these, like these made up. They have like a made up slang, and uh, it's very it's, it's it's different. What's with these uh, these guys who they write like a science fiction or a fantasy thing, and they come up with a whole nother language? What? How much I time no do you have? These Star Trek people, they're like, oh, oh and wow. like here's another group, and they speak this language, and we're going to do that language. It's like. There's a better use of your time here than making up a language for this fantasy. Just world. for entertainment. There was a language made up, apparently. That's Klingon? No, they're not for entertainment purposes, but for language like Oh, Esperanto. Is that what that is? Yeah, so Esperanto. They were like, This is going to be the new language. Everyone's gonna learn it. It kind like it makes the most sense. It has, like, the rules all make sense. It borrows a little bit from every language, but they're like, we just did the math. We invented the perfect language. Everyone learned it, and everyone was like, no. It was like two. They didn't, nobody, they nobody didn't get enough green lights. They're just like, we're going to go do that project we all talked about, and everyone's like, well, we didn't talk about anything. We're not doing that. It's the same kind of thing with, uh, you know, how they, like, the keyboard is really inefficient. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, well, Word. here's a keyboard that works a thousand times better. And we could just you could just learn it, and if we all learned it, we'd all be more efficient in life. And everyone's like, "Eh, go fuck yourself." Wait, We're why not... is our our keyboard the way it is if it's not uh... efficient? Yeah, they made the keyboard so that they intentionally made it in a way that if you were typing on a typewriter, you wouldn't get stuck. The keys wouldn't get stuck because oh, if people type too I quickly, see. the keys would jam. So mm-hmm. they made an inefficiently designed keyboard as based off of uh, typewriters. You're saying. Yeah, so that's why, like, just didn't change if it. you think okay. of where, like, mm-hmm. the important letters are and stuff, so the the current keyboard formation is actually about as inefficient as it gets, and they have just a really efficient one, where it's like, you know, the E is probably your index right. finger or whatever, right. and uh, they just, nobody wants to learn it, because we never did. I, I wish I was one of those those quirky guys where it's like i know that i know i know esperanto and the keyboard yeah. and i'm just gonna buck the trend here and just be just be efficient well i mean i guess speaking a, a dead yeah, speaking language is... it's not even dead it, it was an <laughs> no, aborted language an aborted Ooh, yeah. okay it was a controversial stillborn, here stillborn language mm. that's probably um, the term because they didn't make it and then just never never really got going oh, you know, day one yeah that's fair does anybody just nobody speak it no region no, no, like it's not like I think they came up with in like the eighties. It wasn't like okay. it's like Kwanzaa. They just they're like, isn't this a cool idea? <laughs> Kwanzaa was invented as a holiday. Tell yeah. me about Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. Uh, so this Lake Kwanzaa. Pe- people aren't gonna be on board with this, but uh, Kwanzaa is a thing. Yeah, I'll take it. so like Kwanzaa is not a religious thing. I don't know that Kwanzaa is like uh, it's an African American holiday. And they were pretty much like, hey, the Christians got Christmas, and the Jews have Hanukkah, so black people should have Kwanzaa. And I was like, well, that that math doesn't really make sense, because they, like, most black people also have Christmas. Not many of them have Hanukkah, but it's a strange, so it's, I don't know who celebrates it, but hmm. I'll be honest. Who was the one that said we needed, uh, we needed Kwanzaa? Is a black was this a black leader? It's probably a black uh, leader. Okay. It feels maybe Hallmark. I don't know. Um, so that's a, my second option. That was my next guess. So I'll say the African American community. They don't seem like greeting card folks to me. Mm. 
Salutation, I, don't think that, folks? I don't think that's offensive because I don't think the greeting cards are good. Uh, so They're so bad. At any point in your life, have you been like, oh, I'll just make a living making cards? Uh, it's if never seriously occurred to me. No, but... but I'm like, this would be the easiest fucking thing oh, in yeah. the world. Yeah, I wonder if the... Just, uh, it, first off, your first five years of income can be ones with just dogs in the front and no words. <laughs> and then you make a joke based off their facial expression. That's true. Uh, yeah, that, uh, those are, those are a real joke. Real, real not good. I'm already coming up, up one with, one with a pun on the pause. Be like, hey, I bet you wish you could pause time, you old fuck. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, I love a brand of, uh, of greeting, like, Christmas cards and stuff where it's real cute on the outside and then they drop a weird tone on the inside. <laughs> All right. Not like, uh, a lot of these are like, ooh, it's kind of dark. Like, this joke was, had poop in it. But stuff that's just like, oh, they just like, they're fucking cussing out here. Yeah. I'm in it. Cussing out here. Mm-hmm. So, Is that a Shakespeare line? <laughs> I feel like he might have come up with cuss. He came up with all the words. Ooh, that... ugly cuss. Mm. That's fun. That is fun. He came up with all the words that sound cool, like like conniving. I don't know if he came up with that one, but that's a good like that guy. Over Sounds there. like there was a lot of conniving in his uh, in his stories. It's true, um, but yeah, those words where you're like, oh, I, I get what that is. Like it just it just yeah. feels right. Uh, that was kind of his thing. Words that sound. I love it when a word sounds like what it means. Yeah, it builds its own context. You know, what blunt, I mean? blunt, a blunt mm. object. It just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Shakespeare, he was, you know, these, uh, I don't care if you know, I'm going to tell you. A lot of people uh, say Shakespeare never existed. You hear that one before? I love it. To me, he seems pretty damn stupid. Yeah, what year What year was he? Ah, uh, oh boy. Um, 1580. 1580, okay. And a lot of people, nah, 1680. Where was this joker from? England. Okay. Yeah. And I assumed pe- because of the English, but boy, if you call that English, uh... he's probably from old England, actually. Now that I think about it, mm. <laughs> <laughs> right? <coughs> oh, me. all right. Charlie is dead, it. so <coughs> this is now a podcast where I ask questions to the wall. <laughs> uh, Who are you? Where do you come from? <laughs> 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 so, uh, a lot of people. They say that Shakespeare, not a real, not a real fella. Here's here's one theory, and I gotta say, I'm sure there's people who have spent years looking into this, and there's a lot of facts to be like, oh, that could be a thing. This is the dumbest fucking thing. A lot of people say like the Queen of England was actually Shakespeare, and she wrote all these plays under the pen name Shakespeare, and then they got made as plays, but she couldn't write them herself. Which what? Whose theory is this? The Queen's? <laughs> like, what? Did she spread this? Why would anyone think that? Was she in it? Who was the Queen at that time? Uh, the Queen of England. I don't know. I... How many Elizabeths have there been? We're on the second. Couple? One. We're on the second? Yeah. It could have been Elizabeth, but doubtful. Okay. No, it just feels like I've only ever heard of a Queen Elizabeth and uh, a Queen Bay, whatever. Queen so those Bay? two. Mm-hmm. That's a place. Oh. I don't know. Down by the bay. Mm-hmm. Watermelons grow. Watermelons don't seem like a beachfront <laughs> produce. Couldn't be more with you there. Uh, I don't know where watermelons grow. I'll be honest. Maybe a bog. 
I think it's a factory. Bog is that one of those words? Bog's good. Bog. Um, I think Shakespeare came up with bog. I'm gonna gonna give him credit on that one. What about pogs? Uh, no. What's more accurate, bog or pog? I'll be honest. I'm not sure if I know what a pog is. Is it a little circle? It's, it's a, a little... little cardboard circle. Why do we have them? Because <laughs> during the Great Depression, um, there soda would come on these like cardboard things, and those little dads would cut out those little rings and be like, "Here, pogs. It's a toy." What? Mm-hmm. That's a thing? No, but I, I liked it. <laughs> I I completely believed I, you. I convinced myself. All right. So, yeah, some people, they say Shakespeare didn't exist. They say he uh, he was some other guy. Some people like he was the queen. Some people like, oh, it was, I don't know, a team of writers. a queen. I feel like, do you have this? Sometimes a team when you, of writers. Boy. Sometimes when you watch, like, a good musician or something, you just go like, well, he didn't. Or she didn't, or he didn't write these songs. Mm. Like obviously, they don't have. They're like I'm always just assuming. Just assuming they only have part of the talent that you're right. But then I'm always like, well, I guess to me when you're like, well, that person has writers. You're just like, ah, if you just ask someone to write stuff, they can write really good stuff. I've got this weird thing in my mind Hmm. where it doesn't make sense because I'm like, I don't believe writing. No, I don't believe anyone has the talent to write something good. But I believe so. I believe that just Multiple an anonymous people. group of people would be able to write something really good. Well, there is something to. I mean, writing in a vacuum has to be the hardest thing ever. To just be like, I know what is good, and I don't stray from what is good. That's why I get the group. Is if it's a group of people, you know, they kind of steer the ship generally. Yeah, that's. But why then I'm, that can go totally wrong too. I'm crazy. It's crazy. As comics, we have open mics, and we go, and we're like, "Hey, here's some jokes," and then people are like, "We hate." half of these jokes and you you do that so i'm these people who just put out a movie and they're like oh there's a you know a hundred jokes in this movie right i haven't tested any of them no i'm just assuming that they're good and then here is the thing and it's a little lower stakes in a way because they're not like you can miss and people go yes but no it's also it's a movie and these people are putting jokes out there that like how are they they gotta be real confident Mm -hmm. real confident yeah, I don't know. I do, they do some testing, right? And then they... It's basically just like, what did we not decide to rewrite? Because we made ourselves a rewrite over and over. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like you I'd could get... I'd be very nervous releasing a movie. Oh, for sure. Or if the movie I recorded got released somehow. Very <laughs> nervous. <laughs> so Shakespeare... Uh, Romeo and Juliet, that's like his big uh, big hit. I mean, he's got big a lot hit. of them. But everyone re- references that one. Is that his first? No. Okay. I'm sure he had some clunkers in the start. Ooh, I want to hear those. Uh, I don't know. But Hamlet, I think that's uh, that's that's, that's what like gets almost as much attention. And okay. I think that's more of Is a, that more like real? Yeah. I watched, uh, I went to a Renaissance fair once mm-hmm. as a kid. Uh, we went, we saw a one-man production of Hamlet. How uh, long was that? A half hour. Okay. He wasn't doing wardrobe changes and then running to the other no, side no, of the stage. I should do. say production. Wasn't a nutty professor kind of deal. It was just a guy who, it was quite entertaining. It was a guy who just explained Hamlet for like half an hour, but in a really good, like a storytelling way. I remember he'd be like, so Hamlet, he's running around, he's licking the licking the frogs and bopping on his head because Hamlet, Hamlet goes was crazy. Hamlet frogs? Hamlet goes crazy in that. Were they these uh, these frogs you get high from? Oh, what are those about? There's some, uh, I think they're Australian, these like Australian invasive species frogs or something. I don't know. I fucked up a lot of words in that sentence, I think, but... I think they have they secrete something, a poison that you can get high off of. Ew. 
Could have been that. Maybe not. Yeah, I don't know why it would be, but so anyway, he went crazy. The guy did a good job. I remember being like, oh, this guy's very talented. I don't remember. This wasn't like my thought. This is like my parents thought, but like he was very talented. He played to a bunch of people and then they like everybody get like, oh, here's, you know, he's like, I take tips and everyone gave him two bucks and the guy probably made 80 bucks or something. Um, and then we went to this thing where it was like, oh, it's a bunch of guys in a tent and they like covered themselves in mud and they ran around and they're like, stick money to us so we can beat the other half of the room. And they must have made just like a oh, shit no. ton of money. People were loving it, but it was like, well, this is just kind of garbage. There's just men rolling in mud and like being. Did you stick him to him? I didn't stick him. I was, I think I was kind of off put, but you should have been like, I'll stick a quarter. You should throw and change it. I didn't get into that stuff as a kid. I think I found this men rolling around in the mud asking you to put money on them. (laughs) You weren't into that as a kid. (laughs) Fucking weirdo. I just like people getting real excited and stuff and doing like big goofy brash stuff. As a child, I was like embarrassed for him. Yeah, I was like, this is yeah silliness. Is, uh, can yeah. be very off-putting. Looking back at it, I'm like these guys are at a Renaissance fair asking people to put money on their muddy chests. Yeah. So I was on a trip recently, and I was at this um, cafe, and there's this open space, and all of a sudden these people all run up, these adults, and they start like putting these stools down and like hopping from one to the next and like holding hands and there was clearly some objective or game and they're all like wardrobe changing while they do it and it was very like they're blowing whistles and i was so proud of everyone for just not giving a fuck <laughs> i was like in in the states people at least 10 20 30 people would be like watching and kind of like enjoying what they're doing nobody gave a shit and i was so happy i love i love that when clearly people are doing something that they want like they're not trying to get attention but like they do want attention mm-hmm. and you can tell that and people just they're not even like i'm being mean they're just like this is this is not interesting this yeah. is uh this is not a thing that i like it's it's very like i want to see a flash mob where nobody everybody in flash mobs always like oh mm-hmm. there's a flash mob around me they're taking pictures and stuff i want to see one where half the people there are in the flash mob and the other half of people are like i am just trying to eat at the sparrow i'm not I'm not in... How many have happened at Sabaro? <laughs> I think it's... That's the only place that still allows flash mobs to are there, are there signs anywhere that say no flash mobs? As a business owner, that'd be just like... <laughs> I, love be that. I love that. I love that, slap that up after people that. people are like, oh, damn. Like, I, he printed that fast. This was... <laughs> we just got done. He threw up that sign. <laughs> that's a great slogan. You open up a restaurant. Like, no. Joe's Pizza, no flash mobs. <laughs> no firearms or flash mobs. Just my biggest fear is a flash mob. I think it stops being fun or stops being. I mean, as soon as you don't have to say, What's this? You go, Oh, is this a flash mob? Then it's like, Yeah, it's not. We knew, we know what flash mobs are. This isn't surprising. I love the idea. The first flash mob, I'm on board. Oh, yeah. Cool. Good Absolutely. Like, that's a great. But now it's like, oh, Second what? flash mob, I'm like, All right. If there was like one or two members from the first flash mob, <laughs> you're not totally ripping it off. There's just some. Well, and what, like, you guys remember what? Checking Craigslist? Do you have a Craigslist reminder set up for Flash Mob? Why? Like, these aren't right. It doesn't f- feel like it's all their friends. The most no, 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 it's not. None of my friends would ever get on board for the same idea. It doesn't matter what the idea. No one would ever be in agreement on that. <laughs> Just the song choice alone. I'm pretty sure people get together and practice. I'm pretty sure that's a part of it. Uh, okay. I think people are like, and then you're gonna, you got this role, and you wave your hands around. Oof. Where do you practice? Where? In a 
either in an empty space, otherwise it becomes a flash mob. <laughs> if you're like practicing in a park, I love it's the idea of you're walking an through accident. a flash mob practice. <laughs> Like, all right, so we're gonna be at this ball. It's next Tuesday. You're over there. You're doing that. You're. No one's like, okay, well, <laughs> I guess this. Yeah, right. It's a little it's bit just, of a tell. It's basically practices are just a series of slightly less shitty flash mobs. You just start with a really a bad one. Either that, or you're in one of these warehouses, one of these cool hip. The the club ends. You know, the dance party ends at like five a.m. and the people on ecstasy walk out and then. The other people drive up with their cup of coffee in the morning, Sunday morning at like seven o'clock, and uh, they practice their flash mob. Five a.m. What are we doing that? I don't get. We go. We go out at eleven. We stay up till five. It's like go out at seven. Yeah. Well, I get it. I get it. Something energizes me about the night. Maybe it's the cocaine, but I feel (laughs) alive. I don't know. So Shakespeare. I don't think that I can name a contemporary playwright to Shakespeare. I think that's a strange... It's weird to me that it seems like the main form of entertainment was monopolized by essentially one voice for just that guy's lifetime. Like, that guy... I'm sure there was... I guess there was other stuff going on. Well, uh, yeah, I mean... But but that's kind of not being a fan of things. It's like, I know a name from everything. I don't follow swimming, but I know a name. I don't follow, you know... I don't know, all these sports, but I know a name of someone that just excels at it. I guess. Playwriting I, included. Yeah, you might be right. I'm, I, I mean, there has to be other plays that came out of that era. Do you think a, think a theater joke is, boy, playwright, more like play wrong. That guy sucks. Uh, yeah, I bet people, thou I bet people art, in theater aren't funny. Art so. thou sucketh. <laughs> art thou, art thou, I like that. Mm-hmm. So, what are we at? Here's one of my gripes with Shakespeare. He's got a lot of plays. He did about nine plays about King Henry, from my understanding. He was like, King Henry, uh, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I'm pretty sure those ones, not great. I don't know. Was he paid by the king? Or there was clearly some... <laughs> I don't think why, would you write, why would you write that many about the king? Well, I, think, I can't tell if they were different kings or if that was just his I was hoping you were going to say, I can't tell if they were dating or not. <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't hear about any of these. Uh... There was so much straight romance in the one that uh, I missed out on the seven eight nine. All right. With uh King. Seven eight nine. I see. That's in like seven eight nine. Like mm. sixty nine? Six, Maybe. Sixty eight nine. Yeah, let's pretend time. like I was going <laughs> for something with layers. Alright. So do you, have, do you have any other questions about Shakespeare? Oh, I have so many questions. Hit me. Hit All me, right. Baby. So that old that old English that that's how everyone was talking. Was it that it no. had to be a little less confusing? No, or was I'm he just making that shit up? Our, thou I, th- sucketh thy penis. Well, Did think, he just have a lisp? I think the poor people weren't talking like that. These Cockneys, that's they weren't. Yeah, but was Cockney back then what it is today? I don't really know what Cockney's all about. Me either. I think it's just a poor Englishman. Every movie I've ever seen, poor people in England, a long time ago, spoke kind of the English we're speaking today. Maybe that was just for the easiness of yeah, the that makes film. Sense. Yeah. No, I don't think people talk like that, but I think people got it. Yeah. It was a little closer to that, and then it was hmm. yeah, it was real fancy. What do you what do you what do you like for accents? I'm I'm not gonna lie, uh, a nice high class British accent on, on a gal. I'm a gal? all for it. I think I brought this up before, but I think any accent on a gal. See, I'm I'm very not I'm not in agreement with you there. 
I think virtually any accent on a woman is attractive. Okay. Um, fire victim accent. <laughs> I'm sorry. Accident but, is, yeah. I don't know. There's there's quite a few that I have a problem with, and I'll tell you why. The South. You sound... It's kind of the opposite of, of why I like uh, the, the British. It sounds kind of, uh, you know, intelligent. And Southern just sounds kind of, uh, dumb. you know... Yeah, um, dumb. That's the word. I guess I don't find like a New York accent on a girl. Oh yeah, no Staten Island. That whole that's not doing the anything. nanny thing. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's just Fran Drescher. That's not that's not a toad accent. Really? I, there, I, mean, well, I feel like I, I've I heard more than one person would sound like that. Why would I be able to do such a great <laughs> if I hadn't heard more than one person? All right, fine. Don't like New York. What about um, I any sort of like valley? Is that even an accent? Valley girl has that become an accent? Like West Coast? Oh my god! Ah, yeah, I feel like that's a little overstated though. I don't yeah, know. so I, I, mean, I guess they all kind of are. But now here's the thing that I I'm conflicted about. I think I've mentioned it on here. Eastern European. It sounds oh dude, moose and squirrel. It sounds that like deal? that's Russian, but yeah, no, I'm thinking more of. Something a Slovakia, Czechoslovakia, Slovakia. I could get them. Are the you know um, <clears throat> Czech Republic? Anything with Czech or Slovakia in it? I um, think people from far away are attractive. That's my that's my opinion. Interesting. <laughs> you just assume that they're they're what attractive looks like in in their homeland, and you're like, wow, they wouldn't have sent the ugly one here. Uh, yeah, just like oh, exotic. Eastern European to me sounds very, uh, yeah, boy, mean and kind of dirty. Yeah, I don't like a mean and, accent, but it's kind of hot in a weird way. After a certain hour, after like one o five, Eastern European becomes hot, and then once the sun comes up again, it's like not for me. You lost me a little bit. So I think I might have. <laughs> it's a time zone thing. So Shakespeare, you have. Um, I'm gonna cut this uh, this moment out because where, where, where are we go? Okay, you got one more question on Shakespeare, and we can. How many plays did he have total? Shakespeare wrote about uh, thirty thirty plus published plays, and uh, published. They had to get published. I don't know what that means. Yeah, performed. <laughs> okay. uh, thirty that made it to the stage. Did he have like some guys? You know how like certain directors have have their guys. I feel like. Like, Christopher Nolan like has uh, what's Batman? That Bale. guy, Bale. He has him. Um, did he have some? Nobody. I don't know any of the. Who was the first Romeo? Any anything on that? No, nobody. Wrote, I know Shakespeare was an actor. No, did he perform his own? I don't think he performed his own stuff. He always yeah. just cast himself as the woman because they used to do that. Then it was real weird. Oh, really? No. Okay. Well, they used to do that, I... but he didn't cast himself. That would be funny. He's like Tyler you know, Perry does it. Yeah, is that's Tyler true. Perry today's Shakespeare? I, I consider him to be. Uh, he's the Shakespeare of Kwanzaa. Um, okay. <laughs> Just move forward. The less time you, you, you linger. So, he was the woman. Never. never I feel like I feel like these writers he wasn't are the like, woman, I'm going to write something genius. And then, uh, you know, someone else has to do a fair bit of the heavy lifting to, like, make it come to life, I feel like. Oh sure, I mean yeah, that's. Well, I'm always... If they would have, if the first Romeo and Juliet, if all those actors would have sucked, would anyone have given a shit about Romeo and Juliet? I bet they'd they'd be they like, probably. This place sucks. 
they probably didn't start with the best set of actors. They probably started with a mediocre set of actors, and then they were like, well, let's give it to the better ones, because we're digging it. Mm-hmm. That, uh, yeah, I don't know about that play. That was a little, little dumb in my mind. That one with these kids. It's just about love, right? Yeah, it's but they like, like don't know each other. We They're just like, love. that girl over there is That pretty. is always this whole and love they it. they kill each other. Yeah. They kill themselves. It's Boy, if my life was that dramatic every time I had a crush on a girl I've never spoken to. Yeah, I, I'd be drinking poison all the, from right? age 12 to... It'd be like chocolate eight. milk. I'd be drinking yeah, it yeah, like chocolate icy. milk. Yeah. yeah Man, 100% of my crushes I've never talked to. Okay, not 100%, but... I know what you mean. You build it up. Come on, Romeo. Snap the fuck, you know, snap out of it. You just, you're making her what you want to be. Exactly. Which is a, a Capulet. He's project- what was he? He's projecting Mont- a whole thing. He was a Leonardo de Montague and uh, Kate Capulet. I think that was. Did they na- did they rename them their first names in the movie? No, no. That but then give them the, okay. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I see what's it. happening here. Yeah, I don't, uh, hmm. So they were supposed to date. Were they supposed to date their sister? They're like, ah, I can only date other Montagues. No, it was just specifically not the other group of people. Oh, okay. Um, In Verona. Verona, yeah, which is a town right around here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it always made the play less romantic to me, where they're just like, ah, oh, these two families, and they live in. Verona, which uh, like, is a uh, suburb, neighboring suburb, <laughs> right? Which I heard uh, in Wisconsin for a while there had the most STDs. High school with the most STDs, and I'm realizing now only that I'm 28. There's no way we are measuring that. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way that's a statistic. But uh, I bought it at the yeah, time. We're not measuring it by each suburb. I remember in middle school, someone was like, "Oh, you go to like." Winnequa, like, oh, that's you know, that has a reputation like being really gay. Like, there's a lot of gay people. I was like, oh boy, I didn't know it had that <laughs> reputation. Like, that's pretty crazy. And then I was like, oh, that kid's an idiot. That kid's in seventh. It took me like a couple days, and I was like, there's no way like we have like it. The word is out about our gay population. That right. person just like your school's gay. And I was like, hmm. That- <laughs> I like that your response to it was like, hmm, I'll look into this. And like, <laughs> you would go home and with like a newspaper, you're like, mom, did you guys hear that uh, you did some heavy investigation of it and real pondering of what's going on at your school? Yeah, I, I hear you. I'm sorry. Charlie's distracted uh, because he's unprofessional. No, but uh, I am unprofessional and I think, I think we solved it. Do, you do, huh? I think we got to the bottom of it. Okay. Great playwright. Uh, Great playwright. Wasn't the queen. Bad uh, bad cross-dresser. Wasn't the queen. Could have been a queen. Hamlet, pretty good. In love with uh, the, the... I almost called him the the king. Maybe he was fucking the king. He wrote king three Henry? or four plays. I doubt it. One of those king. King Henry VIII. I think Henry VIII was the guy who was always lopping folks' heads off. Was he fatty? I imagine. I think he's why we only button the top button on suits, I was told, at the store. King Henry? Is he was so fat that he'd only button one, and from there on, I think he, I don't know if he... Oh, that's hilarious. That's the guy's or like, so nope, some... this is the style. <laughs> yeah, I think that's so. That's a classic, like, uh, Emperor's New Clothes kind of thing, where everyone's just like, all right, well, we'll go along. Never saw that. What's it's the point here? You don't know the Emperor's New Clothes? Mm-mm. So he gets uh, the tailors like, oh my goodness, this we're making you a suit, and only, only people uh, who are geniuses can see this material oh was he naked and the king's like well it looks great i am loving this suit and then everyone's like 
they're like, all right, the suit's a million dollars. And he's like, thank you. And he goes marching down the street and he's naked. And I was like, you're naked. And he's like, no, I'm not. It's this suit. And then they're like, what color is it? And he's like, oh, fuck. And then uh, that's the whole moral. What is the Emperor's New Groove? That's what I was thinking of. That's got uh, Putty and uh, David Spade. I liked Emperor's New Groove. All right. I was going to say, this whole Emperor's New Clothes thing sounds a little too adult for uh, something Disney would make. Emperor's New Groove's good stuff. Then again, I've seen the boners in uh, Little Mermaid. I believe there's a documentary about the making of the Emperor's New Groove. We're not going to get into it, but thank you all for tuning in. <laughs> Charlie's so ready. This uh, has been the Adam Ask Chuck podcast. Do you have anything you want to plug, Adam? Uh, my butt. All right. Have a good night. <laughs>